Hello, welcome to Healthy-ish. This is your podcast from Body and Soul and I'm your host, Felicity Harley. Shane Warne's death, it was so sudden and so sad. Seeing a legend and once a very successful athlete succumb to what is being called a likely heart attack. It's enough to make you, me, everyone, all of us, consider our own heart health. What do you do for better heart health? Well, Dr. Jessica Orchard is a Heart Foundation postdoctoral fellow and senior lecturer at the Charles Perkins Centre at the University of Sydney. And I wanted to get her on today so she could remind you and fill you in on the importance of heart health and what you should be doing for better heart health. Now, we keep our healthiest episodes short, as you probably know, but if you want to hear more from Dr. Jessica Orchard, you can download Extra Healthy. She's up on that talking more. She goes deeper into heart health. It's a great listen. Jessica, welcome to Healthish. Thank you for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me, Felicity. Now, Shane Warne's death, I mean, it's prompted many of us, no matter what age, to suddenly think about our heart health. I mean, generally, when we're younger, this is not front of mind. But where are we at with the stats in Australia right now? How, how is our heart health collectively? So the stats in Australia really are quite concerning and I think many people are a little bit unaware of the risks that are there. So one Australian has a heart attack or stroke every four minutes Wow! and 1.4 million Australians have a, chance, have a high chance of having a heart attack or stroke in the next five years. But in people under 50, heart disease is actually clearly the leading cause of death in both men and women although the risk is three to five times higher in men. So that exceeds all cancers. It's three times more common than deaths due to motor vehicle accidents. And it means that about 2,000 Australians a year under 50 die of cardiac arrest. So that's actually quite surprising to most people because in the past 40 years, cardiovascular deaths really have declined dramatically for Australians over the age of 50, but death rates under the age of 50 remain largely unchanged. And we really need multiple strategies to address heart disease as a killer. Uh, and there's three main ways I think we can do this. So number one is prevention through things such as heart health checks with your GP, which we might talk a bit more about later. Number two, CPR training and defibrillators. And number three, more research. So research to prevent these deaths and understand more about risk factors needs to be a national priority here. I think that is a bit of a wake-up call hearing those stats that you said in the beginning because many people listening to this podcast, I assume, are under 50 and you don't even – it just does not even come into your realm, does it, heart disease? I mean, you, it's just – it seems to be cancer. You think a lot about cancer, but generally heart disease kind of falls by the wayside a bit. There's actually – just back to Shane Warden's death, there is one thing that many of us were wondering about after his manager, James Erskine, said – that the cricket legend had recently finished this ridiculous diet where he consumed only black and green juices for two weeks. Now, I'm sure a lot of listeners would have gone down this path before. How, why and how can these be risky on our hearts? So obviously with Shane Warne, we don't really know the exact circumstances. Yep. But speaking in general terms, any extremes can put more pressure on the heart creating more adrenaline cortisol and therefore could 
slightly increase the risk of having a heart attack. So, for example, things like extreme heat, extreme exercise, perhaps an extreme dietary change, they could all increase the chance of having a heart attack whilst those things are actually happening. And so with exercise, there's actually an interesting paradox that while it's overall overwhelmingly of benefit, it does slightly raise your risk of a heart problem while you're actually doing it and while your heart rate's raised. So that's an interesting paradox to be aware of. But generally, we recommend doing things in a moderate, graduated way rather than making big, sudden, drastic changes. And that's recommended for those reasons. It's easier on your body. Yeah, good tip. Now, while you're here, can you give some other tips on how we can be keeping our heart healthy? Yeah, absolutely. First, stop smoking if you still are and and stop smoking today. Second, find an exercise program that suits you and do it on most days of the week, ideally for about 30 minutes. Third, for people over 45 or anyone with concerning symptoms or family history, go and see your GP for a heart health check and just have those things checked out. What about when it comes to food? What Actually, let's ask you as a researcher in this space, what is the number one thing you do for heart health? And also, can you just quickly tell us some of the foods that you incorporate into your diet for a healthy heart? Yeah, for sure. So the number one thing I do is regular exercise. And it's so important, not just for your heart health, but for many other aspects of physical and mental health as well. And the the advice is really to find something you love so that it's not a chore and, and to build up gradually, as I said before. So ideally, you're looking at 30 minutes most days of the week or around seven to 10,000 steps per day. And in terms of good foods to keep healthy. Uh, Again, the advice is to avoid fad diets and focus on healthy options. So you're not trying to rule out a single food group or say that one food will be the key to preventing any illness, but really you're going for nutritious and delicious overall. What do you do for exercise? Um, So I love running outside either in the park or by the beach and um, just enjoying that that break in the day. I find it's when I do my best thinking and my best reflection and I find it a really, really enjoyable part of the day. So that's what I love. Oh, running. Love that. And also with, you know, obviously you're in this space, you've been, you you research a lot in this space. Has, Has your diet changed since you, you know, come upon more information and research and what it perhaps some key foods that you include in your diet? Uh, Yeah, I think, I mean, as more research has come out, uh, there is some studies that support the Mediterranean diet as a great way to start. Um, And also the Goldilocks approach, which is not too much food and not too little being useful. But really, we're looking for a diet with plenty of fresh fruit and vegetables and whole grains, healthy proteins and fats. And now the recommendation is smaller amounts of animal-based foods. And so that's probably something I've changed. I've gone a bit more towards pescatarian personally, but with a bit of the the flexitarian as well. Um, And so I think I often try to have predominantly unprocessed foods um, and and a bit of flexibility too. The occasional glass of champagne is important, oh, I think. There we go. Oh, I love that. Music to all our ears. So you can keep your heart healthy and reach for the champagne. Jessica, thank you so much for coming on Healthy-ish. Thanks so much, Felicity. Well, I hope this chat with Jessica inspired you to just check in on what you're eating, how you're moving, what you're doing to help your heart. It really is the most important organ in our body, isn't it? 
If you like this chat with Jessica, she is up now. She's going deeper into heart health on Extra Healthy-ish. That's our big sister podcast. Yes, the other one from Body and Soul. We've designed that to give you a little bit extra in your day. Extra interviews, extra insights and extra healthy advice for your mind, body, soul and heart. We publish a new episode for your wonderfully healthy ears every morning, Monday to Thursday. For more, head to bodyandsoul.com.au and remember, you can join the conversation via Body and Soul on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks again for listening to this chat with Jessica and if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.